It's the Pistons Pod, presented by Uptime Energy Drink. Now here's your host, Matt Derry. Oh, man, we are closing in on the 21-22 regular season, less than a week away. Welcome, everybody, on Pistons.com. It is indeed Matt Derry with you. Welcome back to another edition of the pod. As we get you ready for this upcoming season, next week you'll hear from General Manager Troy Weaver. But today, our special guest is the head coach of the Pistons, Dwayne Casey. And I had a chance to sit down with Dwayne a little while ago and preview the upcoming season, talk about the roster a little bit and, and, and what he expects here in year two of the restore. As uh, you want to talk about a class act and a guy that really has the pulse of his team, is ready to roll with this young group, and is excited about being a part of Detroit Pistons basketball. It's the veteran head coach, the former coach of the year, Dwayne Casey, who has uh, kind of revamped his staff a little bit and is uh, excited about what is uh, ahead for this 2021-2022 edition. My conversation with the head coach, Dwayne Casey. What's up, sir? Good to see you. How you doing, Matt? Long time no see. How you? Uh, how did uh, the last year go? I mean, so, so much that you have to navigate besides just coaching a basketball team, but vaccinations and, and practices and masks and travel and all that. I, I don't know. That, that take its toll on you. How'd you do? Well, Matt, I, I did okay. I had COVID when it first started, right when Christian Wood had it. We had it at the same time. I just didn't make it public. But going through it, no symptoms, luckily. Uh, but the pandemic itself took a toll, I think, on everyone mentally. Uh, it was straining. Uh, but I thought our organization and our players made it through with fly- flying colors, keeping everybody safe for the most part. Nobody got critically ill, which was very important. I think we had one scout that got pretty ill and had to be hospitalized, but that was it out of what, 350, 400 employees. So it was trying. So our, our young players went through that, and so they really didn't get a sense of what the real NBA is about because of testing twice a day, because of all the protocols we had to go to. No fans most of the season. Yeah. So they didn't get the heckling or, or the cheers uh, throughout the season to get them motivated. So it was a different year, but I think we all can learn a lot from what we went through in the season. No heckling. What, a, what about you? You're a pretty nice guy. No, didn't, right. When you were up in Toronto, I mean, those Raptor fans can get vicious. They were, they were tough. They were you, tough. But I'm sure that uh, Pistons fans have been all yeah, good yeah. for you. It was so far so good, which is good. This has been a kind of uh, roller coaster for you because when you got here, what you signed up for is not necessarily – what what you had last year but yet now be honest with me this this has got to be really exciting to the, the, Pete there's a buzz in this city about this team well Matt it, it is and when I first got here we were talking playoffs we made the playoffs uh, but there was such, there was a ceiling so to speak not a negative ceiling but a ceiling to what that team could be able to do together uh, some of them have gone to other teams and, and flourished but yet and still as a unit, it was a ceiling for that team, and Tom and myself and and uh, Troy and Aaron made the decision to to retool it, to restore it. And Troy has done an excellent job of bringing young talent in. Um, and so our job as a coaching staff is to mesh that group together, to bring them together, to let them grow. We got to have patience. 
You know, that's not a, a popular word in our league <laughs> because, you know, it's, there's a lot of veteran teams around us. But I like the talent base that we have, the, the structure we have, the, the players put together. Um, with Isaiah Stewart, Sadiq Bay, all rookie, all rookie team. Yeah. So there's a, there should be a buzz because it's going to be an exciting team uh, with adding Kelly Olynyk and bringing Corey back and and adding Trey Lyles to our team. So there's a lot of solid pieces. We'll take a full step ahead this year. Now, what the, how far this step is going to be, I don't know because we're still young. Because uh, I really consider. This is rookie year number two for Sadiq and Isaiah yeah. for a lot of things that we just talked about. But as you know, we're talking to Dwayne Casey, 2021 in, in the Twitter world. It's like, hey, what are the expectations? I asked Troy, he said, I just want us to get better and see right. improvement. Right. But people will start to say playoffs, even though it's year two, but it's right. the Eastern Conference right. and, and there's, it's a feel-good type of group. Right. Uh, right. Do you have that conversation with the guys? You tell them, hey, guys, stay off the social media. Don't right. say playoffs. Right. Let's just, how do you do that? Well, be realistic. I tell players, social media is going to be impossible. Like telling my kids to stay off the, <laughs> <laughs> yes. off the phone, cell phone. But be realistic, okay? It's going to be tough. We're going to have some hard times. We're going to have some great times. But the way we come out of adversity, whether we win three in a row, lose three in a row, we got to have the same mentality of growing. We got to develop. We have we have a growth mindset of getting better, uh, and going through this in Toronto helped me because there was expectations. We got Valanciunas. We got all these got these new players, Kyle Lowry. But yet and still, Valanciunas was a rookie, and it takes time for those guys to grow. So my job is to make sure to not get too excited when a guy scores 20 points, 25 points, and daggone sure not to get too low when he scores seven, because it's going to happen. As tomorrow's coming, rookies are going to have bad nights. Cade's going to have a tough night. Uh, Sadiq's going to, some of those guys are going to have tough nights, but that's not who they're going to be in the future. So uh, I, I totally agree with Troy. This is a year of growth. Uh, but at the same time, my mentality, Matt, is to go in each and every game working to win. We're not going in being uh, a, a knockover for anybody. Our job and our growth pattern should be fighting for the playoffs, looking for the playoffs. Uh, whether we make it or not, that's one thing. You know, being realistic, the experience level is, will be tough. But. Uh, nobody thought the San Francisco Giants were going to win, have the best record in baseball. They hadn't picked third. Look at bottom. you dropping the Giants. Yeah, in here. well, yeah, well, <laughs> I keep up with. I love baseball. I, I'm so with they you. Have the best record in baseball right now, but they hadn't picked what third from the bottom or fourth yeah, from the bottom in that division. In that division. Come on so now. That's the thing that there's there's opportunity. Every time you put on that uniform, there will be an opportunity to go kick somebody's butt, and that's the mentality we got to have. Uh, and we can't use being young as an excuse when we walk on the floor. Uh, but as a coach, I have to be patient, realistic, and understand where we are as a team. Uh, but is, with all that said, it's still exciting. It is, and mm -hmm. it's exciting when you add a guy like Cade Cunningham and everybody wants to talk about him. Right. Let me ask you, you know, last year Jeremy Grant played at an all-star level, and it seemed like it was his team. Right, right. Cade, the minute, you know, I was driving down here today on 94, there's Cade on the billboard. How do you balance that? What kind of conversations do you have with Jeremy about well, that? Well, we, we have conversations as a team, Matt. One is understanding and uh, the word I want to use, the understanding and accepting the role, your role, who you are. You know, we can't be jealous of 
Jeremy being an Olympic gold medalist. We can't be jealous of Isaiah and Sadiq being uh, all rookie team last year. We can't be upset with Kay by being the number one pick. But somehow, some way, we got to pull all those different adulations together and work together. There is, we are the Detroit Pistons. It's not Cade Cunningham's team. It's not Jeremy Grant's team. It's damn sure not my team. So, <laughs> but it, it's all of our team. So we got to come together. Guys have to accept their roles. And there's some nights from a role acceptance standpoint, some guys have to do more. Like I told Jeremy Grant, you got to rebound more. You are, and some guys may have to do less. How do you take that? Well, he, he understood. He, the numbers don't lie. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. But, you know, again, but at the same time, we need him to be by our primary score. Mm. He's our go-to guy offensively. But at the same time, he's got to rebound more, defend. And then on the other side, we're going to need less maybe from someone else. We may need less ball handling by certain players to cut down on the turnovers. We were 27th in turnover. So that means we can't have everybody handling the basketball. We got to have role acceptance and from that standpoint. So there's so many factors that go into that. But as far as meshing the personalities, meshing the adulations, the, the uh, awards that guys have won, that should be something that uh, takes care of itself. How many talking to Dwayne Casey here on the Pistons pod, Matt Derry with you. What about uh, Troy? You know, I was talking to him earlier. He's awesome, but he blew this roster up. Like, does he call you every? I mean, he made so many moves. Right. Does he call you before everyone, or right. how does that work? No, we talk a lot. We talk every day about roster moves, whether it's with the G League, our team, because again, it's a whole program. Matt and Troy is a great communicator. We stay in touch. We have a great. We're on the same page, same book, same sentence. So we talk a lot. So all the players that are here are people that we want here. Uh, it's nothing, anything else. And he's not the general manager that says, "Hey, you take him. He's a knucklehead, but you go ahead. You go with it. Mm -hmm. He's a talented knucklehead." No, we want guys with character. Good people, guys that are willing to to accept their roles, play their roles, uh, and and play the right way. And he's done an excellent job of finding guys like that. Luca Garza, you know, people just kind of wrote him off. And this young man's a player of the year in the Big Ten. So, and he's come in. He's lost 20 pounds, 25 pounds, but. Troy had knew that from knowing him in his entire life. So he knew his track record. Jamarco Pickett, all these names that people, this young man's gonna be a heck of a player in our league. Just remember that name. So he's done a good job of, of, of adding guys that are kind of under the radar, but still very good NBA players. So uh, I like our roster, as you said, it's changed over. Our coaching chat staff has changed over. So a lot of great things going on within our organization uh, to, to restore where we want to go. Cade and Killian together, we saw some of that in the summer league. Mm -hmm. oh, you're not going to tell me the plan, but right, right. how do you see that? And it, because that, that's intriguing. This yeah. is a different right. 10, 15 years ago, you don't put two guys that handle the ball together on the floor. Now you can put three or four, right? You've got to. Not, you, don't ever, you don't just do it. You have to do it. Mm. You have to have multiple ball handlers on the floor. Cade and Killing are our two best ball handlers on our team as a guards. And in today's game, Matt, there's no point guard. There's no just two guard. You better be able to, one, defend multiple positions. Two, you've got to be able to, to create a play for yourself and others from multiple positions. And so those two together give us the best opportunity to do that, to build our team that way. 
and all the naysayers that say, hey, they can't go. No, I totally disagree because uh, I don't know if you watched the Chicago Bears-Cleveland game yesterday. I did. They threw that young man out there by oh, himself. Well, that, we, could, we could go another 20 minutes well, on that. Well, but again, that's <laughs> that was Cade, ridiculous. Cade right, needs right. Killian. Killian needs Cade. Yeah. Because yeah. if you put either one of them out there as young players in this league, you have older players that's ready to eat them alive. So I think they'll play off each other. That's our plan is to work those two together. Uh, it, it's a work in progress as, as those two on the floor having plays to work for each other. You know, one guy handle the ball on one side of the floor, reverse it, get it to the other side, and now the other player gets to handle it. So uh, having that multiple ball handler situation is going to be very valuable to us uh, down the road. Dwayne, great to see you. Thanks so much. Thank you so much, Matt. Dwayne Casey, the head coach of the Pistons, joining us today on Pistons.com and here on the Pistons Pod, presented to you by our friends at Uptime Energy Drink. And the team getting ready for the season opener, which will be at Little Caesars Arena Wednesday night, October the 20th, next week against the Chicago Bulls, and then back at it against Chicago on Saturday for a road game on the 23rd at 8 o'clock, a Saturday night at the United Center. For tickets, you can go to Pistons.com. And it's exciting, man, getting ready for uh, this whole thing to get started. My name is Matt Derry. Again, next week you'll hear from the likes of Killian Hayes, Troy Weaver, and others. We'll do a little season preview and get you ready for the season opener next Wednesday night, October the 20th, against the Bulls. This has been the Pistons Pod, presented to you by Uptime Energy Drink. Talk to you again next week.